Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s, on KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. All right, Southern California, sweet freedom, shine your light on me. Happy day to you, SoCal. So you had a strange weekend, huh? Had a little earthquake this morning? That's because Steve Percy's in town. Did you know every time Steve Percy comes to L.A., this place starts shaking? <laughs> Is that true, Steve? Every time uh, it's very true, you come to Los Angeles, there's an earthquake. 1971, earthquake. 1982, earthquake. Now you're here, earthquake. <laughs> Do you have some kind of digestive problem? <laughs> Is there a reason for that? Or? Probably I've been asked to leave town today. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody made him a petition. I saw him in Westwood. They're walking around saying, we are making a position to ask Stephen Lee Percy to leave the environment, leave town, get out of town so these quakes would are you going to do it tomorrow morning you drop in at the airport who are you steve percy these people are wondering what is your relationship to farley malaris anyway farley and i have been best of friends uh for about 21 years we met in missouri central missouri during the vietnam war years and we kept flipping from college to college and uh <laughs> you might say uh but uh, we have been dear friends i've come out to california numerous times to see farley through the years and he has come back to st louis every year as you will probably know he is a strong cardinal fan <laughs> But this is the first time you've ever witnessed me do a live radio show. I think it's exciting. I'm happy to be here. It's a really a true delight. You've been meditating for eight years, right? You're yes, I do. I trying, have a mantra. You're trying to get into the God self. We're going to talk about children, astrology, and God today as our topic. And you're just visiting. You're on vacation. And I want you to kick back, relax, and enjoy. I just want everyone to know Steve is a Virgo with Libra rising Gemini moon. And we did room in college together. When we got out of college, they had the lotto, you know, the uh, draft lotto. And we got high numbers, so we didn't worry. You know, we did, thank goodness, uh, we really didn't have to go to Vietnam. But still, we worried about it. And uh, we, we've been friends all these years, which shows, even though I have major lesson in life friends, I can still hold on to one friend for 21 years, which has to say something for me. Actually, we've got along pretty good, right? Even though we, we lived in Doc Richardson's house, he said we couldn't have any women. He didn't let us have any girls upstairs in the apartment. but. Well, you know, I cooked and you did the dishes and, uh, you know, of course, there'll be things about Steve and Farley that no one will ever know because the secrets will remain. Anyway, Steve, welcome to the Astrology Hour. Thanks for sitting in. Just kick back and relax. If you have any comments about any of our questions today, we are giving away free visits to KFOX on general questions asked today. If you have a nice question you want to ask me about astrology, metaphysics, philosophy, God philosophies, karma. And it's going to be pretty difficult not to win today. I'm in a good mood. The Libra moon rings well today. So please call up and hang on. We'll be going right to the phones in about 25 minutes. Welcome to the Astrology Hour. This is a very heavy topic and a very important topic for me today because I love children. And uh, I don't have any children of my own, even though throughout many numerous past lives, I feel that I have had maybe hundreds of children at that point. I know I tried darn hard to have children throughout those past lives, but still, I do love the children, and many of the reasons why I was born in this lifetime and why I exist, what my mission is, is to teach people, but also to reach children. And if you listen to my show regularly, you will notice that we do have a lot of children that do listen into the show. I am upset and saddened by some of the philosophies that are transmitted on this planet. You might not know this, I don't agree with many of the religious philosophies that are taught on this planet. And today's show will be marked in the analogs of the Astrology Hour as a very controversial show for sure, because I don't like the fact that many religions 
on this new year for one of them, right, actually create the philosophy that we are waiting. We are all waiting for someone, for one being out there, a messianic being, whether it's a Jewish savior or a Christian savior, or it may be a Muslim savior or a Hindu or whatever, that we need to wait. I sit there, and I've been to Israel this year. I went there, and I've done lots of study and research on these issues about God and religion. I also often thought to myself, how would I raise my children? You know, would I send them off to Sunday school, or would I send them off to Catholic school, or would I send them to Hebrew school, or would I get them bar mitzvah, or would they have a little baptism? Or you know, It makes you wonder, how do you raise your children? Because unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, the point of fact is that there haven't been that many miracles in the last 2,000 years. Notice that the first 3,000 years of biblical history, since before the Old Testament was written, History was laced with the water, the oceans spreading open, and the angel of death coming in, killing all these babies in Egypt, right? And somebody dying on a cross and coming to life, rebirth, Lazarus being reborn. Talk about return of the dead, right? And all these miracles, healings, and just contact with angels and visions and burning bushes, and all this stuff occurred. But for the last 2,000 years, I think with the exception of the Mormon faith, who claimed some miracles, there haven't been near as that much variety or that much frequency of miracles. One wonders where God might have been during World War II when 16 to 20 million people were killed in that war. One wonders why God didn't come down and miraculously save the world or why a Messiah or a Messianic being didn't miraculously descend and save the world. One wonders where was God when you needed him during biblical history Whenever a group of people got in trouble, a couple of people would say a few prayers, a few incantations, and bingo, there would be the Lord or an angel of the Lord or a Messiah, and everyone or many people would be saved. So it makes one think that maybe there are a few loopholes in biblical history and in the Bible and in the fundamentalist religious thought. This is known as the age of Pisces, especially the last 2,000 years. I want you to know this. The last 2,000 years on this planet has been the age of Pisces. And even though Pisces is a very spiritual vibration, this age is also an age of illusion, of false prophecy, of false philosophy. It's like an energy of altered states of consciousness, which means also mind control or other people taking advantage of those. I want you to know that Pisces people are so charming, especially some of those Pisces men, right, that they can charm the socks off of a princess, you know, they can literally sweep a people off their feet with this God power because Pisces is an essence of high God vibration or high psychic and spiritual vibration. So people that have abused or have blasphemed this Piscean vibration can literally set up their churches or their synagogues or their temples or their religions, right, and teach people certain religious philosophies and lead them like sheep around to let them believe that there is a power outside of themselves that is God. And that's what I think some of the problem has been. And once again, because the Astrology Hour is an open forum, don't sit down there and write me a dirty, naughty letter. I want you to get on the air with me in front of these 200,000 listeners and speak your piece. If you have some proof for me that the Messiah is more important than a child, then I want to know about it. Because, see, the point of today's show and the philosophy behind today's show is that when a child talks to you about God, in my opinion, if I was the teacher or the parent, what I would try to define for that child is that God dwells within his or her heart. If you want to know where God is, it's not outside. It's not coming from any delivery man or woman. And isn't it funny that I don't recall in biblical recollection that there would have been a Savior or a Messiah identified 
as a woman. You know, women are normally, naturally, more psychic and more spiritual. So why wasn't Jesus a woman? And what would happen to Jimmy Swaggart or James Baker or a lot of these evangelists if Christ did return in the form of a woman? Would they be able to handle that? It makes you wonder, there's a lot of loopholes and there's a lot of problems. And when you're raising your children, I know there's a lot of mixed marriages out there, right? Catholic mother, Jewish father, Muslim mother, Catholic father, Catholic mother, Jewish mother, whatever. And you're sitting there going, well, we want to send our child to a Christian school. No, we want to send our child to a Catholic school. Let's put them through Jewish. It's sitting there. There's so much fighting going on to try to decide which school to send the child to so they can be taught that the power of God lies outside themselves. That God is like a figure, right? Um, usually a male figure, right? Wrong. You know, I think God is more of a female vibration than anything, in my opinion, right? But that's Farley's opinion. Or that this God force also exists outside of that being in the form of a Messiah. Some savior that is expected to resurrect, come back to life, rebirth, return, whatever, and save us all from our own doom. Like we're ready to immediately all accept him or her without any question. And that's what I think many of the problems are. I think. This, first of all, astrologically, this age of Pisces is moving on. It's called the Great Month. It takes 2,000 years to pass. And everybody's heard the song by the fifth dimension called the Age of Aquarius, which is extremely significant because this solar system that we live in is now and has been since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. You'll notice that something has happened to people's minds. And we are now capable of higher levels of thinking and higher levels of meditation. There's more clarity. We are allowed the gift of invention. We are allowed to produce things like cars and trains and boats and planes and computers and, and all kinds of high-tech things like radio and television and robots. It makes you wonder why throughout human history, recalled human history, not including Atlantis, of course, why they didn't invent things before. Well, it's because the Aquarian vibration didn't exist. But now the solar system is coming under the influence of this Aquarian vibration and the Piscean delusions, the Piscean dreams, you know, a lot of Pisces people dream, and, and this dream never becomes reality, or it never quite is really understood or even logical, which is the way I identify most of our modern religions is not really logical. And now the Aquarian clarity is coming into fold. And what's happening in this new age? Well, a lot of people are meditating. You know what the purpose of meditation is? The purpose of meditation, and if you want to ask anybody into TM or a student of the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, they will tell you the purpose is to meet God, is to have a contact with God. Now, Steve, you meditate. I think you can confirm that. Is that correct, that the purpose of meditation is to have a God visitation of some kind? Right. It, originally, I was uh, told it was going to relieve the stress of my, uh, from my investment business, but then uh, after I got involved in it more, yes, that was the final outcome, that you are going to meet God. Okay. And uh, actually, it seems to me a lot more logical and a lot more obvious that instead of worrying or deciding which fundamentalist religion we should send our children to, right, that we could build a lot more monolith of power and strength and self-esteem and security and wonderment within that child's breast by teaching them God concepts within thyself and also by teaching them meditation. What do you think of that, Steve? What do you think about teaching a little boy like your son, Stuart, transcendental meditation at a young age and revealing to him this God qualification that exists inside the heart of every person. Do you think that would be healthy for them? I think it would be. I've had some problems, as you know, Farley, with my older son, Stuart, and uh, he does need some direction. But what you taught me just from this uh, brief trip I've been out here, I'm going to go home with a new attitude and understanding of his problems. Now, I gave Stuart a crystal last time I was in St. Louis, and he's been sleeping with it regularly, dedicated, and he's been 
letting you know how wild his dreams have been and how high his consciousness has been already lifting. And how old is he? I think he's seven or eight years old. He's eight years old. He's eight years old. And he's been uh, just his mind's been blown away. And and he is different. He's kind of like he kind of rebels against the norm. He's not real comfortable with a lot of things that he's forced to do that most normal middle class or upper class families, they force their children into religious schools and they force their children to churches. And and Stuart's kind of rebelling about some of that, isn't he? I think he is. He's a very independent child, as you pointed out to me a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Steve. The purpose really of this topic, especially to those of you that have children or thinking of having children or raising children, oftentimes I think it's so important for you, first of all, to embrace the fact that you have this God power and you need look no further. Of course, I always recommend the excellent series, the book, The Course in Miracles, which I feel has more biblical clarification than any Bible I could recommend, right? Which talks about this messianic quality that we all have. I know that a lot of people respect Jesus Christ and love Moses and love Abraham and and look forward to a Jewish Messiah coming, even though Jesus probably was that prophesied Messiah, right? And a lot of people need to have this kind of force outside of them, a maternal and a paternal force that's outside of them that supposedly will come and save them one day. But I have found that when you embrace this Course in Miracle philosophy that embellishes the fact that the God spark, the God quality exists inside each and every one of us, without exception. In other words, the energy that animates a human being typifies the God force. And just because some of us are not in a high enough level of consciousness to embrace or understand this, that's our problem. We are at least given the choice and the opportunity to understand about this system and how it works. And that's why if I had children, instead of sending them to a fundamentalist school of any kind, where they'd be waiting for some Messiah to come and help them and save them, I would teach them much more about the God within, the messianic qualities within, how to meditate about the laws of karma, what goes around comes around, about the astrological effect in this dimension, because basically the astrological effect has much to do with soul growth and karmic growth and lessons that are learned and why we are here and where we are going and teach them also about reincarnation concepts because the more you get into meditation and the more you get into learning about karma and lessons that the soul does go through, you also get into personal regression. You also become aware that you have lived before. In fact, you've also tied in and plugged into other people's souls because the God particles that exist inside the hearts and minds of human beings all meet at a common center, at the source. And the source, of course, is the source of all light, which is that God generator that exists throughout the entire megaverse, not this universe, but throughout all dimensions, right? And we as human beings are terminals of this force, which represents and reflects a oneness that we all share. And in truth, in my opinion, I've done all this research, I will tell you this, that I feel that the entity that exists inside of you that powers your life is the same exact entity that exists inside of each and every one of us. And once again, the Hebrew definition of God is I am. So if you're wondering what God is and you want to teach your child the meaning and significance of this God force, then teach them about this I am quality, this entity that exists within, the same exact entity that is inside of you and powers you is the same entity that powers me. I have this body, Farley's body. I have been charged by a certain astrological force at birth, so I will direct this God force in my own particular direction for my own personal growth, which will help the oversource, let's call it, grow in itself. And at the same time, you are in your own body, and you have been charged by your own astrological force, so you will also go on your own singular path to help the oneness of God grow and help yourself grow 
in itself. You know, I think this world is moving toward a better place. And I think that we are trapped in dogmatic thinking that is not good for us. We are trapped in thinking and philosophies and businesses. Many religions, I feel, were set up literally as businesses because they don't make logical common sense. When you've been meditating for as long as I have and researching this project as long as I have, you'll be aware that you don't have to wait for any Messiah, you don't have to wait for any Savior, and you don't have to look further for God outside of yourself because that Messiah and that Savior and that God is right inside of you. And once again, you are the center of the universe. Could you for a moment imagine the generation of children we could breed in this country and on this planet if we were able to deliver this message, to deliver this logical philosophy of God's self within the children? Can you imagine the power that we would bestow upon these children? And can you imagine for a moment what the future of the world would be like having a generation of children knowing about this much God force that they would embrace? Steve, could you imagine that for a moment? Well, it'd be wonderful when you consider all the problems out with uh, young children, drugs and so forth, and uh, alcohol, that uh, you would find children would look into themselves for uh, more direction. And uh, obviously, we God would not approve of some of these uh, things we do to our bodies. That's right. And, and the more we would be able to restore this consciousness inside the hearts and minds of the children, the more this God force would be able to break through the intellectual mind, break through the conscious mind, and express itself with a creative force that would be unequaled and finally, the I think the reflection of God in the hearts and minds of people would be more than obvious. Now, in the Bible, it talks about the Revelation chapter, the fact that when Christ returns, which I feel is the Christ consciousness, okay, when it returns, that it would return in, in a certain manner, but there would be a man who would identify as the Antichrist who would appear as an individual, in fact, as a world leader. Now, in my opinion, I don't know whether the Bible was rewritten or whether it was misinterpreted or what, but in my opinion, this age of Aquarius will trigger this return of Christ. And the return of Christ will not come back in the form of a man. This consciousness, this Christ consciousness that Jesus embraced, is going to be something that will well up in the hearts and the minds and the children of billions of people, which is going on right now. With all this meditation and the sobriety that's coming onto the planet and all this growth that we're experiencing, that's the return of Christ, and that's what will save the planet within the individual. It will, we will save ourselves. The problem is, is we have all these fundamentalists out there, and also the Jewish people, believing that one individual, one man, a Jewish Messiah or the return of Jesus himself, right, is going to appear out of nowhere, beam down or whatever, and somehow save us from our problems. And that, in my opinion, is the Antichrist philosophy. I believe the Antichrist philosophy is specifically the return of an individual in the physical, and that the true Christ return, the Christ consciousness, will return in the minds and the hearts of billions of people who will literally become like unto Jesus in their own consciousness. And that's why it's sad that you have so many people out there preaching this messianic philosophy outside of the individual, and I truly believe in the age of Aquarius, the true Messiah will be restored in the hearts and minds of every individual on this planet. At least that's what I hope. Of course, a lot of people, if they were listening to this show, Steve, they wouldn't like to hear this. and They might be very angry at me for talking about that because they'd say I was preaching Satan or something like that. But I've learned different. I've found that children do have power and they do have God inside of them. Now, today, like I say, of course, the Astrology Hour, the magic behind this show for five years on KFOX is that we are public supported, which means we come to you by the people of Southern California. 
It costs thousands of dollars to produce this show, and people use our astrological and metaphysical charts and services, and they grow from understanding their uniqueness that they have, that they were born with this astrological charge. By understanding that, they are able to embrace it and to grow from it and to overcome it and to eventually embrace this messianic quality, this God quality. And once again, remember, I've given that mantra out when people use TM, I am God. I know I'm God. I am, am God. I know I am God. And there's that I am being said over and over again, which we resubstantiate the fact that you are God and you plug into that light. And that allows you to have a God visitation or conscious visitation with this force in meditation. But still, the starting point, of course, is to understand how the system works. And you start off by getting your astrology chart done to understand your karma and the path of your soul and this particle of light of God that you have chosen in this life cycle. All right, Southern California, I'm Farley Malaris, along with... Stephen Percy from St. Louis. <laughs> and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s on KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. We're here 12 noon weekdays on the Fox for your enjoyment, and thank you for your support. Well, what do you think of the show, Steve? This is your first time hearing it live. Pretty heavy, huh? That's oh, wonderful. This is a wonderful experience. I'm enjoying it very much, Farley. I guess you want a tape of this show, huh? I would love a tape. And then you're going to have Bethy's and Stewart's and Charles' the astroscopes when you get home. Part of today's topic, actually, is to teach the children metaphysically and spiritually about their basic vehicles, like this astrological charge at birth. See, what I figured out is that God, in its eternal intelligence is this awesome entity that doesn't like to be bored. So what it does is, is it, it creates. And what it did, this force of energy, created this dimension with all these planets and stars, with this Earth experience, and all these bodies, you know, all these human beings and animals, where it could place a spark of its own self, struck dumb, in an illusion of separation. See how it works? It's like this force of God places all this energy into separate terminals under separate illusions, so all these terminals believe they're alone, but in truth they're not. This is just the way God entertains itself, so it doesn't have infinite boredom <laughs> throughout eternity. And, of course, in this age of Aquarius, we are given the gift and the opportunity to enlighten our children, Stephen, and, and let them know about this individuality and this illusion of separation that they have chosen through analysis of the astrology chart, and then through meditation and through personal affirmations and confirmation and confidence and self-esteem training, we can help trigger this messianic quality that lives inside the children. And God, I just, I'm just excited about what could happen to people and their children, you know? So we're going to get those kids' charts done for you, right? That's great. I'm looking forward to it. That's another edition of Astrological Metaphysical Radio. Hope you liked it. See you real soon. Weekdays on the Fox at 12 noon. Bye-bye.